With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Gridiron Show, a show with a bit of a difference today because basically we've got no time to record a Christmas show. So what we're going to do, we're going to bring you our halftime roundup from On Talk Sport and then we're going to bring you our full-time highlights from On Talk Sport and then we're going to bring you uh, an interview with Bobby Wagner from TalkSport and our post-game thoughts on the playoffs. It's going to be about 12 minutes long, uh, and I hope you enjoy it. Merry Christmas. Love you. This is TalkSport Sunday Night Football Live, and it is your halftime Sunday night roundup. But we kick off with the fact that there were yet again two Saturday games this week. Blaine Gabbert keeping the Titans' playoff hopes alive, coming in for Marcus Mariota and handing Tennessee a 25-16 win over Washington to move to 9-6, whilst the Chargers' hopes of usurping the Chiefs all but disappeared as they became the latest team to succumb to the Ravens' mix of great D and great run game, losing 22-10 in Los Angeles. On with that Steelers result tonight, both of those have an even bigger impact but more on that in a moment. Let's focus on the games with playoff impact tonight. And Ollie, let's start in Philly. And what a barnstorm or barnstormer it was. Houston oh, and Philly. <laughs> I felt like Bob Milson. The Texans <laughs> down 23 to 29 with just 204 left. Third and 11. And Deshaun Watson. Well, he does this. One back blue. Watson in the gun. Here's the snap. Deshaun looking. Deshaun firing to the end zone. And he wants Vincent Smith. And he makes the catch deep in the end zone. And touchdown, Houston. Watson finds Smith. The equalizer. And the extra point can give the Texans the lead. And it gave them the lead. So over to you, Nick Foles and co. A late hit by Jadavian Clowney on Foles helps move the ball within a field goal range for Jake Elliott. The Eagles kicker to come on and try and win the game. Hold your breath. Spotted. Kick up. It is gone! It's gone! The Eagles win! So you're telling me there's a chance. The Eagles go to 8-7 and seven with an outside chance of the playoffs. The Texans fall to 10-5 and five and out of the bye week in the AFC race. The Colts head to Tennessee next week knowing that they win and they're in. The same as their host, in fact. Chester Rogers' one-yard touchdown reception with 55 seconds left gave Indianapolis their first lead of the day in a 28-27 victory over the Giants. Waiting on a shotgun snap. It's low. Andrew Luck pumps. He throws over to the left side. It's caught. Touchdown. Chester Rogers. Touchdown Colts. And the game is tied. 27 to 27. Under a minute to go. Merry Christmas, Chester Rogers. Most impressively, Andrew Luck actually audibled into that play from a run, having seen the same alignment from the defense earlier and told the wide receivers off the field. By the way, if we see that again, here's the play we're going to run. 
brilliant. Uh, Luck led the Colts to touchdowns on three of their first four second-half possessions, capitalising on just about every opportunity. He finished with 357 yards and two touchdowns. The Giants 5-10 had themselves to blame for their second straight loss. Having led for the whole game, they missed out on the chance to go two scores in front late in the fourth quarter. Then their luck ran out. Yeah, I see what you've done there. The Dallas Cowboys wrapped up the NFC East title when Dak Prescott accounted for two touchdowns and Jalen Smith returned a fumble a Rob Gronkowski 69 yards for a score in the 27-20 win over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Late pressure, running right, hand sack fumble. Jalen Smith recovers at the 30, runs left to the 40, midfield and he's running. Smith down the sideline. Jalen Smith down the sideline to become the first Cowboy to return the ball for a touchdown this year. So Dallas head to the playoffs for the third time in the last five seasons and their second divisional title in three years. Dak had a good game with a touchdown through the air and another on the ground. And Zeke Elliott extended his lead over Todd Gurley in the rushing yards to an almost unassailable 183 going into the game at the Giants next week. I went all full Ollie Wilson then. Miami, Buffalo, the green half of New York all hang your heads in shame. Shame. It wasn't pretty, but the New England Patriots earned their 10th straight AFC East title with Sony Michelle running for 116 yards and a touchdown Shame. in a 24-12 victory over the Buffalo Bills. Shame. With the Eagles win over the Texans, the Patriots are back in the number two spot in the AFC. Shame. A Pats win over the Jets next week would give New England a first round bye. Shame. Shame. The Minnesota Vikings went to 8-6-1 with a 27-9 win over the 5-10 Detroit Lions. It wasn't easy, as easy as the scoreline suggests, though, as the Vikings had almost as many punts, four as yards, five, before Cousins led an eight-play 69-yard drive that ended with an eight-yard touchdown pass to Stefan Diggs late in the first half. On their next possession, Cousins rainbowed a 44-yarder to Kyle Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer in the end zone, and the result was never in doubt. So... Minnesota can still earn a spot in the postseason by closing the regular season with a win against NFC North winner Chicago at home or by having a wildcard hopefuls lose in week 17. Weeks after losing his job, Blake Bortles stepped back into the Jacksonville Jaguars huddle with the score tied and the offense sputtering. T.D. Westbrook told the media, he simply said, let's go boys, I'm back. Bortles came off the bench late in the third quarter and provided the spark on Sunday, helping Jacksonville eliminate the Miami Dolphins from the AFC playoff race by winning 17-7. Fires to the right side of all. Picked off! Telvin Smith is going to walk it into the end zone. A pick six for Telvin. And Jacksonville has extended the lead at Hard Rock Stadium. Telvin Smith intercepting Ryan Tannehill and scoring on a 33-yard return to seal the win. The Dolphins at 7-8 will sit out the playoffs for the 15th time in 17 years. Shame. What an amazing game in New Jersey. The Green Bay Packers came back from 15 points down in the fourth quarter to force overtime against the New York Jets at, eight, at 38 apiece. The Packers won the toss. Rodgers marched down the field, ran in for the win, but Brian Belaga, well, he had a hold. Then this happened the very next play. Rodgers in the shotgun. Williams to his left. Here's the snap. Rodgers clean pocket, throws the middle of the end zone, Devontae Carter, and a dagger! They beat Morris Claiborne, 
to the back line of the end zone, and the Packers have won it, 44-38. So a first win on the road for the Packers. They go to 6-8-1, and, and the Jets fall to 4-11. and 11. Shame. Rodgers said it was a question of leadership as to why he played this game, and lead he did. 413 yards through the air and two touchdowns, two more on the ground, and a two-point conversion to boot. Rodgers, I love you. It's been a disappointing season for Matt Ryan and the Falcons, but the veteran quarterback is excited about what's ahead for Atlanta next season, particularly on offense. That's after he had 239 passing yards through touchdown passes to three different wide receivers as the Falcons ran for 194 yards, even without Devonta Freeman. And Atlanta beat Carolina 24-10 on Sunday. It was a seventh straight loss for the Panthers, who slipped to 6-9 and and were officially out of playoff contention. The Falcons, who have battled in at a number of key positions have won two straight. They moved to six and nine and have just a slither of hope for the future. The Browns have seven wins. Seven. Go seven, on, the Brownies. Seven. Seven. Ho, 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 ho. Cleveland beat ho. the banged up Bengals 26 to 18. Ho. No awkward hug. No cold handshake. No holiday greeting. That was Baker Mayfield's only interaction with the former former head coach Hugh Jackson and it was only an icy stare Mayfield threw for three touchdowns to thrill a sellout holiday spirited crowd that came out to boo Jackson rookie Nick Chubb ran for another 112 yards as the Cleveland Browns well they did it they beat their Ohio neighbours for the first time since 2002 well it's the Ravens next week and a chance for the Browns to get their first winning season since 2007 but maybe, almost more importantly, with a chance to knock a divisional rival out of the playoff race. Find someone to hate you the way Baker Mayfield hates you, Jackson. <laughs> the Bears shot at a bye is still alive as Mitch Trubisky threw a touchdown pass. Jordan Howard ran Ooh. another. And Chicago beat the San Francisco 49ers 14-9 on Sunday. Their eighth win in nine games, surviving a late fumble and a fight! Yeah, this will be well, that's just That's just... That's just not smart. And we get a little brawl now breaking out in front of the... No, a big brawl if, breaking if, out. Yeah. Yep, a big old brawl. Danny Drake Dr- then made a key interception in the fourth quarter. And Chicago's stout D kept the 49ers out of the end zone to clinch at least the third seed in the NFC playoffs. The Bears can earn a first-round bye with a win in the season finale and a loss from the Rams. Robbie Gould kicked three four field goals for the 4-11 Niners, who snaps their two-game winning streak. In the desert, the Rams beat the Cardinals 31-9. But really, it was all about one moment. Here's going to be a double pass. Fitz catches it. He's going to throw it deep. Far side. He's got a man. It's Johnson caught. Touchdown. If this is a send-off to Fitz, what a way to go out. Larry Fitzgerald with a touchdown pass brings the house down. Oh, 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 Fitz magic. Oh, you know, yes, Larry, Larry Christmas, Larry Fitzmus, all of that. The future first ballot Hall of Famer through his first TD pass ever. I love you, the Japanese fighting fish. Well, you may have played your last game as a Cardinal in Arizona, but could you stay for another year? Well, given they have an 94% chance of having the number one seed, then perhaps Fitz won't want to bow out the worst in the worst team of the season. I really hope he returns. As for the Rams, they go to 12-3 with the second seed. And if they lose and the Bears <laughs> win next week, they would swap places. In the game, Todd Gurley tweaked something in the warm-up. His replacement, former Panther and Bronco, CJ Anderson, scampered 
for 167 yards and a score. Andrew Brees capped a 300-plus yard passing performance with a two-yard touchdown to Michael Thomas with 125 left as the New Orleans Saints clinched the top seed in the NFC, a 31-28 victory over Pittsburgh that dealt a significant blow to the Steelers' playoff hopes. We'll talk more about that game coming up, but we have to go back to our game because we ran long and we've got to go to CenturyLink for the kickoff. Our commentary team for this one head coach of the Seattle Seahawks and the Green Bay Packers, Mike Holmgren, and of course, Kevin Kugler. Motion coming across from Lockett, the give is to Carson, picking his way over the right side, Carson to the two, Carson the one, lunging for the end zone, touchdown! Chris Carson, fighting through tackles, able to plunge in from four yards out to give Seattle the 6-0 lead. Single wide left is Kelsey, Mahomes gets the shotgun snap. Facing four-man pressure, pocket holds, he slings it left, Kelsey wide open and he missed him! The kick on the way from Janikowski, it hits the upright on the right side and clangs off no good! Mahomes play action, rolls right, throws to Williams, who will walk in for the touchdown! Damian Williams out of the backfield, untouched for six, and the Kansas City Chiefs take a 9-7 to seven lead. Leaning in for the shotgun snap, fakes the give, now swings it out to Van Etter, leans across the goal line for the touchdown! Nick Van Etter, the touchdown pass from Russell Wilson, his 32nd of the year, and Seattle back on top. 13 to 10. Fakes to the right, rolls to the left, wants to run, now throws it sidearm, juggling catch made by West at the five, and he'll motor into the end zone for the touchdown. Wilson with the bright neon green shoes, leading in, gets the shotgun snap, chest high, looks, throws down the left sideline, one-on-one coverage out there, Baldwin leaping up, Baldwin makes the catch just inside the pylon on the left side for the touchdown, and it's 23-17, Seattle back on top. Down a touchdown, Mahomes gets the shotgun snap, pressure comes, he Loots the rush to the left side. Mahomes on the run, still being chased. Mahomes on the sideline, throws for the back of the end zone. Benjamin leaping up, can't pull it in in bounds, incomplete. Wilson with pressure, rolls left, throws over the middle, diving catch is made, and a fingertip grab from the turf by Ed Dixon. Oh, what a catch as Dixon dove to his left hip and just plucked it off the blue turf in the end zone for six. Throws on the run for the end zone, coming back to get it, it's caught. A touchdown to Marcus Robinson. Snuggled up against the right sideline in the end zone. Robinson comes back to get the touchdown and the Chiefs are very much alive. Mahomes to the right side. Now he's gonna run up the middle and Mahomes starts in for the two. Wilson from the shotgun, gets the snap, gives it to Carson, barrels his way in for the touchdown! Chris Carson with a bull rush from one yard out. And that touchdown may have just sent Seattle to the playoffs. 37-28 Seahawks with 2.29 to go. Mahomes in the gun, West to his right. Gets the snap, drops the throw, rolls left. Mahomes in trouble, being chased to the sideline. Slings it sidearm for the end zone, incomplete pass. And the kick on the way by Butker, and it is good. The game will come down to an onside kick. Bounces at the 40, hops at the 45, takes a big leap and goes over Vanette's head and out of bounds. And the flags fly, and that's going to do it. And that is the ball game. The Seattle Seahawks are in. The playoffs again, this time with a 38-31 win over Kansas City.
And every Seahawks fan has just found a playoff berth under their Christmas tree. There you go. And, and you know what? They got to love it. These fans up here are, are great. The stadium was rocking today. That, that played a big part of this, Kevin, I think, of, the, of this win. So congratulations to them, too. And for Kansas City, now 11-4 and four on the season. The New England Patriots still a game back at 10-5. and five. So Kansas City still in control of its own destiny. If they beat Oakland next week, they're AFC West champions. They're on their way to the postseason, and the road still goes through Arrowhead. So all is not lost for the Kansas City Chiefs, Coach Holmgren. No, I, I think in games like this, uh, both teams were playing for something. Uh, I think that you could make a case that the Seahawks maybe were playing for a little bit more than the Chiefs had to play for, knowing that they could probably, the Chiefs could get it done next week and so on. But um, look, it, it was a great game, and I think it came down to, the, it came down to what normally decides games. Penalties, great players making great plays. Well, we are joined on the field by Bobby Wagner, Bobby Kevin Kugler, and Coach Mike Holmgren up here in the booth. Congratulations. I know everybody's goal for Christmas this year was to get a playoff berth. How did this team go from a 1-2 and two start to the season to be on to January to play some more football? Uh, I think it's just our resiliency. Um, you know, we got the leaders in this room that kind of been through a lot and try to tell the young guys that, you know, it's a long season. We got to keep grinding, and that's what we did. Hey, Bobby, this is, this is Coach Holmgren. Uh, first of all, Merry Christmas, man. Merry Christmas to you. Hey, uh, was it nice having your, your partner back there for a little bit tonight? Yeah, it was nice having KJ back. Uh, you know, he looked great. It felt good to have him, uh, you know, beside me. So, you know, looking forward to keep uh, pushing it. But it was great to have my partner back. Talk, talk real quickly about uh, Patrick Mahomes. Just just a thought on, on the quarterback. Uh, he did a great job. You know, he got out of the pocket and made some plays. Uh, we felt like we slowed him down a little bit in the first half. He got some plays off. But, you know, at the end of the day, a win's a win. We'll take it. There you go. Well, while you're talking quarterbacks, just a thought on what Russell Wilson has meant to this team, not only this year, but throughout the time you two have played together on this squad as, as you guys are on the way to the playoffs once again together. He's been a leader since the moment he stepped in. Stepped in. He's been resilient. He's been positive. Uh, you know, from the moment he stepped in, he came and took the job and, and never looked back. And, and uh, you know, you just show how positive he is, how much of a good person and, you know, great player he is. You see him making plays with his feet, making plays with his, uh, with his arm. And, you know, he's just a great quarterback, one of the best. Seven straight seasons for Bobby Wagner with over 100 tackles. Congratulations on another terrific year for you and a playoff berth for the team. Thanks so much for the time. Thank you. I appreciate it. Bobby Wagner joining our commentary team live on Talk Sport. You're listening to Talk Sport Extra Time Sunday Night Football Live. And so the Seattle Seahawks with a 38-31 win over the Kansas City Chiefs. They do it. They're into the playoffs. Kansas City will still make the uh, the number one seed next weekend because the AFC teams just can't seem to stop taking games off each other. They will still make that number one seed next weekend if 
they can beat the Oakland Raiders at home. You'd think that's pretty much a gimme for them, but it means they can't rest players for that one. Yes, I know they've got a bye week, but when you saw D Ford taking a knock, when you saw members of the offensive line taking knocks, you'd think that they'd like to have at least to have had that Tyreek opportunity Hill to. Taking a knock, yeah. yeah, they would have liked an opportunity for some rotation. There was a question, Ollie, during the broadcast about uh, whether or not this was Pete Carroll's most impressive coaching job. And I've been weighing it up this season, getting them to the playoffs, considering just how much they lost on defense versus what they did in 2012 when Russell Wilson and Bobby Wagner and Bruce Irvin came in in that draft and they went 11-5 and in his rookie season. Went all the way to the divisional playoffs, lost that game to the Falcons when they they went ahead with 40 seconds to go, 28-27, and the Falcons somehow drove and got that really late Mm. field goal, setting up a classic... NFC title game with, I can't remember who it was with now. Oh, yeah, San Francisco. Um, I think that was marginally the more impressive coaching job. But this year, they considering the, what they've had at their disposal is pretty outstanding. And the loss of pretty much all of the Legion of Boom or, or what was. And they, they were three and two. They started three and two. So um, at, at, at one point, they were four and four, which is an incredible thing to think. Sorry, four, four and five, which is an incredible thing to think. They were four and five with a losing record. And then that win against the Packers, beat the Panthers, win against the 49ers, win against the Vikings. It just, it's, it has been a really, really impressive job. They, he does have um, better wide receivers now, I think, than he did in 2012. Hence, uh, in, um, in, in Tyler Lockett and, and Doug Baldwin. But that defense is nowhere near as ex- ex- as experienced. It's um, yeah, it's a tough one. But I think, I think the 2012 just shades it. Uh, and actually, I mean, two years before that, his first year there, when they got to the playoffs, then as well, and, and beat the Saints, that wasn't a bad year either. Uh, the uh, so the NFL playoff picture. We now know five of the teams in the NFC. We know it's going to be the Saints in the number one seed after their victory tonight. Uh, the uh, Los Angeles will seal their bye if they can get a win next weekend. Uh, Chicago can nick that bye if they get a win over the Vikings and Los Angeles drop their game with the Cardinals. No, with the 49ers. It's the 49ers. I should definitely have known that. Uh, Dallas are in based on winning their division. They'll be uh, the fourth seed guaranteed, which means they'll most likely face Seattle who you'd expect to go on and win next weekend against the Cardinals. And so it's the Minnesota Vikings and the Philadelphia Eagles battling out for the final playoff spot. The Vikings welcome the Bears into their building. The Eagles go to Washington. Uh, It's as simple as Minnesota drop the game and Philly win it. Then they get in. Minnesota only need, I think if if they get a tie, do they still get in on... No, no, they need to win it. So they need yeah. to... It's basically Minnesota win and they're in. Minnesota don't win. Philly win. They're in. Big. Massive. Huge. They have to better the Eagles' result, basically. Vikings-Bears is going to be the um, the featured 925 game next week. That Ooh, got flexed great. into that slot. That's going to be a great game. Not only for that, but also because Los Angeles were already in that time slot and they don't want Los Angeles to have an unfair advantage. If the Bears lost to the Vikings, then they would... Um, they would be able to rest all their starters. So they've been put them on at the same time as the Rams to make sure that that was fair. Wonderful stuff from the NFL. And then in the other side, the other side is fantastic. Ollie, the AFC side next weekend. So <laughs> oh, with the Steelers losing, 
what a mess. The Steelers losing to the Saints. I mean, losing to the Saints isn't a mess, but 31-28 in a game they were winning pretty late on with Baltimore beating the Los Angeles Chargers. Baltimore right now are in the playoffs. Indy and Tennessee both won this weekend. That means currently Baltimore and Indianapolis are in the playoff places. If Baltimore win next weekend, they win the division and they're in. Yeah. If Baltimore lose or tie and Pittsburgh win then Pittsburgh are in. I'm pretty sure Pittsburgh have the uh, tiebreaker over the Ravens if they tie, although I'd need to double-check that. A tie is... A di- okay, so the division, Ravens are 2-3 and three in the division, Steelers are 3-1-1 one and one in the division. There you go. Bang. So, done. So, so there we if, go. If the Ravens tied with the Browns, then the, the Steelers would be in with a win. But more simply than that, Sunday Night Football, Colts-Titans, live here on TalkSport, is basically a playoff game in week 17. Loser goes home. Loser goes home. Winner gets in. Winner gets in and gets to face most likely a Houston side who have stumbled this week and I still think aren't brilliant. I don't think if you're Houston, you want the the Colts coming into your building. 100% wouldn't want that. Oh, it's going to be good. Ollie, I can't wait. The Patriots aren't going to lose at home to the Jets. So, hey now. Hey now. You're expecting Texans... Yeah, Texans and Colts, or Texans and Titans. So you're going to see a divisional game back in the first round, the wildcard round of the playoffs. Let me ask you, very quickly, should Mike Tomlin be fired if the Steelers don't go to the playoffs? I think yes. Wow. I think yes, because the talent at his disposal, the fact that they couldn't get Le'Veon Bell into the building to to play, how they could have done with him over the last three or four weeks when James Conner has gone out, they really could have done with Le'Veon Bell. They could have done with Le'Veon Bell the entire the entire way. I think what what has happened with the defense has been commendable, but the fact that what they've got there in oh, it's it, 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 it's from ridiculous. a talent perspective, it is ridiculous. Uh, right, Ollie. We're going to have a, a podcast out later this week at Gridiron uh, for previewing the Week 17 games where we'll go really in-depth in everything that's happened this weekend. Obviously, with it being Christmas, not enough time to wrap everything up. But uh, before we go, and our penultimate regular season NFL broadcast of the year, Ollie, do you have any final thoughts you'd like to share with the listeners? Aaron Rodgers proved today, even though it's against the New York Jets, he proved today that he is still one of the best in the business. And also, I love Larry Fitzgerald. I don't want him to go. I'll take, come to us at, at Green Bay. Come and, come and play with the best. If, if you haven't seen it, it was his last game in Arizona. He threw the first touchdown of his career and then gave a, a commemorative jersey to Bob Baum, longtime AP writer. Brilliant stuff. There's so much stuff to cover from this weekend that we just don't have enough time to cover it all. So like I said, check out that podcast from at Gridiron later in the week. So thank you so much for joining us, as always, on the Gridiron Show. Sorry, it was just a very brief one with some highlights from our TalkSport show. But it's Christmas and we didn't have time to record anything because people have got to go off and spend time with their families. But we will have, like I said, a big, big show later this week. Massive thank you to Ollie, to Matt, to everyone at Gridiron, to all the guys at Skybed and Red Zone and all the people who have supported us all year. And thank you, most importantly, to you, the listener. A very, 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 very Merry Christmas to you. We'd love to hear from you how much you're enjoying your Christmas, what NFL gifts you give. Give us a little tweet. I'm sure we'll be on social media plenty over Christmas as well. And obviously go do the reviews and the iTunes and all of that stuff. We'll catch up with you later in the week. Thank you so much for listening. This has been The Gridiron Show. 
the Horse Ramble Daily, where we'll be covering all of your horse needs. And there's more. Every day during the Cheltenham Festival, Betway are giving you the chance to win £50,000 in the free-to-play for-to-win game. Head to betway.com to play now. Up next, more horses. Horse, horse, horse. Horse, horse, horse. Horse, horse, horse. <laughs> Full terms apply. 18 plus only. BeGambleAware.org. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.